hello, hello, what is up? And welcome, Bazak, to an episode of Tiro Time with T. Shay May. What is up? What it do? It is good. Now, if you happen to see this on YouTube, you're like, girl, why am I seeing this on YouTube? Ain't your podcast on Spotify? And if you listen on Spotify, you're probably wondering, girl, there's a video with this? Oh, yes, baby, there is. Mm -hmm. This is a very, very special episode of Tiro Time because I am about to go into depth with some cards now if you're new here welcome go ahead and like and subscribe for me follow my podcast all the things follow me on social media all of that and a sack of fruit snacks now not only are we going to talk about some tarot cards okay and once again this particular series is a former adolescent content series where i used to instead of giving readings i am particularly going to be educating and giving my own interpretations about some of the tarot cards and my own experience with them which may may not really resonate with the collective that is currently watching or listening right now before we go into our cards and yes plural we're not only just going over one card we're going over four cards today yes honey and you're wondering girl why because the girlies need to know the girlies the baby witches the bow witches the veteran witches everybody needs to know before we crack into all this tarot and tarot madness go ahead like comment subscribe follow me on the social medias and follow my podcast tarot time with tisha may on spotify and please 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 Give us a rating. Give us five stars. Give us five stars, baby, because you know we just like to shine bright over here, okay? So the reason why I particularly want to talk about four cards today is that the cards are very similar in terms of the court that they are representing and within the tarot, but they all have different elements to them. So we are going to talk about none other than the Knight cards, y'all. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about the Knight of Swords. We're going to talk about the Knight of Cups. We're going to talk about the Knight of Wands. And we're also going to talk about the Knight of Pentacles. Okay, honey? If you happen to be listening right now in your car or for radio or whatever, and all that sacrifice, like, don't be afraid to go ahead straight to YouTube if you want to watch this too. However, if your hands are tied and you cannot do anything because you're preoccupied, okay, bars, that is totally fine. As always, aside from obviously talking about the cards, I will give the illustration description of them. I will also talk about their upright and reverse meanings and once again talking about my own personal interpretation of them but also my personal experiences with them and then anything else that comes to mind that may resonate with the collective let's go ahead and get started with our first our first night card and i have these in particular order just from my own being in terms of like what i feel strongest to talk about the first night card i'm going to go ahead and talk about is going to be the knight of swords all of these knights of course is exactly what you think they are they are knights in some type of maybe shining armor and they are riding on a trusty steed a horse okay nay this particular knight in the knight of swords they are basically having a sword as y'all can see so they have a sword they are pretty much writing and ready to charge it's giving charge it's giving like i'm ready to slice and dice anybody that gets in my way 
and let's talk about his upright meaning. So the Knight of Swords particularly is within the suit of swords, which is very much air energy within tarot. So air energy meaning Aquarius, me, Gemini, or Libras, okay? When it comes to the Knight of Swords, basically this is somebody, charming person, charming individual, somebody very, very honorable, because you know, the British like to knight people, you know, there's Sir Elton, John, he's been knighted and stuff and everything. Who else has been knighted? Sir Paul McCartney. Is there any black knighted? I don't know. Someone leave that on the comments if there is any black knighted British people because I know they're the only, so far only nation I know that does knight people. Was Sean Connery knighted? I don't. Bitch, I don't fucking know. I think he was. I think he was. No, I know my girl Dame Julie Andrews is knighted, okay? Okay? Or damed? I don't know. I don't know what the, like, feminine equivalent to knighted is called, but lover dames. With this Knight of Swords card right here, what we have is somebody who is charging on a horse, on a trusty steed, with a sword. And, you know, there's some clouds behind them, so once again, insinuating the air sign energy prevalent and whatnot and the thing is when it comes to the knight of swords and its upright meaning knight of swords are people who are very very fast thinking like they already think five million thoughts in a second and they act on them with like no plan no decision making whatsoever they just go they just trust themselves and essentially it's almost insinuating that they trust their intuition that somewhere mentally they they know that you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna go ahead and do it i don't care i don't need to plan shit i'm just gonna go ahead and do it to it this night is ready to do anything they put their mind to. Now let's talk about its reverse meaning, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all watching this video is probably getting triggered seeing this in reverse. But don't fret, don't fret, don't fret. Sometimes reverses can be good things, but not really in the case of the knights. For the reverse meaning of the Knight of Swords will basically kind of just mean like somebody that's stagnant, somebody that is so consumed in their thoughts they don't know what to do with them, they don't even really know how to act on them, they don't even know how to react to them. It's, it's, it's giving that like, oh fuck, my mind is all over the place. Oh fuck, like... I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. It's giving crap. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Oh, shite. Like, what am I to do? It's giving that, like, John Travolta meme from, like, Pulp Fiction. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's also giving the little baby from Good Luck Charlie. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. Let me make something really, really clear. Now that we just went through our first night card. Night cards particularly are cards about action. Because, once again, all of these knights, all of the knights are literally on horses. So they are literally 
traveling. They literally are on something. For the most part, at least back in the olden days, knights were always on some type of transportation, which was horses, which was trusty steeds, carriages, or whatnot. Not really carriages, but whatever, right? With the Knight of Swords, and swords meaning not only just like air signs, but also meaning the mental state, the mental mind, especially the Knight of Swords that is upright, is ready to move, is ready to go, 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 is ready to do anything that their mind is to. And I'll say this, I'll say this, being a reverse Knight of Swords is asinine. Actually something I quite frankly, I quite frankly have been going through a bit with myself these past few months now that I think about it because you know sometimes like you know as a creative as a creative person and being in general like I would have so many like ideas I would have so many things that like, I want to do but the thing that like really gets me like stumped or stuck is just like crap like do I even have the time to do them do I have the time to accomplish them can I really, you know, complete them? And sometimes I have to do like I need to be in the right mental space and just areas and environment in order for like those ideas to really truly flow and for me to really dedicate and give the time of work. But here's the thing, if this Knight of Swords is very focused on what they exactly want, there's not gonna stop them. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, ain't nobody, ain't no bitch gonna stop them from really getting to what they wanna go, right? Right. When it's reversed, it's giving that like you have these ideas, you have these things, but you don't act out on them. Once again, these are cards of action, so you not acting out on them, you not doing them is detrimental to them ever being completed i'll say like just yesterday i was like in a discussion with a friend and they told me like one of their goals this year was to like start doing instead of planning which I resonate a lot because I think like for myself I was going through the same thing like I'm still in the process of like I am planning shit but I am also just want to get to the point of just doing them and sometimes it's mentally sometimes it's monetarily sometimes it's just like crap I don't have the fucking financial means at the moment or like I don't believe I don't have the financial means for it and sometimes just like crap I just have not given it the time and space it needs to be completed <laughs> calling myself out everyone goes through it and I think once again it's a message within life that if there's something you want to do go after it pursue it try it because there's no harm in trying there's no ill foul or intention in trying and you know failing but continue to try and try until you first succeed or until you keep succeeding in other things we've all been through the unfortunate tendency of self-sabotaging being knights of swords in reverse where we get in the way of ourselves 
because I'm thinking about last year, especially early in the summer when I took this dance intensive, Galen Hooks Method Dance Intensive. Literally, check it out. Whether if you're a dancer professionally or hobbyist or whatever, or you want to get into dance, it's an amazing experience. I highly, highly recommend 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. It's across the board. Miss Galen Hooks shared, and I can't really share much because I signed an NDA, and just out of respect of like her method and obviously it's because it's her own like technique and method and stuff and everything but i will say and i believe i can say this is that something that she shared about is how a lot of us um tend to operate on autopilot and a lot of us tend to not captain our own ship because of that when i say autopilot it means that like disassociating you're disassociating, you're not fully present, you're not here physically because you're not here mentally. Allowing your outer body to go through whatever the hell is going through, but not really connecting to it mentally? Baby, that shit right there is tough. Trust me, I've made it a point within like probably since that intensive weekend to literally just continue to try to be present and if I am present in something that doesn't feel mentally or spiritually or energetically aligned to me then like I don't need to put myself through that right right and I also say that it's like you know if there's something that I want to do and pursue what is stopping me from doing it because here's another thing like once again me being a creative person and I have done many many creative projects and pursuits that I am so proud of that please go look at the links in my description below and definitely check them out right I'll say for this one's instance like a couple years ago I made this short film dance series if not even like just one I made multiple I made a few they're all on my Vimeo if you want to go and watch it and mind you they're self-portrait dance films as I like to call them because it's literally me press and record, shooting myself, dancing, and editing the entire thing. Granted, I did that like for like my final project for uh, intro to photography class I was taking as an elective and I added a film component to it mainly because I had this idea about basically doing like a dance film paying homage to Solange's like a seat at the table and like my favorite songs from that album and the whole project was basically like that it was influenced by like the style and the aesthetic of like Solange at like her seated table era and I and I did have some like helping hands and photo systems for that shout out to y'all that right there when we were like told by a professor to like think about what we wanted to do for our final project I thought about that immediately because it was a idea that I had written down months prior that it was just like oh this is the perfect time to do it because now like not only could I literally like just take these pictures and like you know not necessarily like tell a story but capture these moments but create a separate medium on the story element itself and like film it edit whatever and what have you bitch like I show that shit to the class 
And here's another thing. I showed that shit to the class having just finished the film like 20 minutes prior. Like I just finished exporting the film 20 minutes prior to the class and I showed it to them and they were all very, very responsive because here's the thing. If you know me, you know I'm a filmmaker, you know I'm a film femme, and you should now also know about my other series here on YouTube, Film Witch Certified Film Degree, because I graduated with a film degree, and that was my thing. Yes, I've been doing photography for years at that point, but I was graduating as a film student, so I took that opportunity as like a personal thesis film, if you will, to not only express myself in this medium of photography but like showcase like hey i am graduating this semester and i'm graduating with a film degree and i want to use this as an opportunity to show something of a film thesis of you know a capstone of like work that i want to do and go into which is i'm interested in going into work as a music video director and I've have been doing stuff as a music video director quite frankly you know the past few years which I'm very very grateful for right go check out some stuff that I did with my homegirl Tegan just you know within these past two two three years but also like I was also showing stuff of myself like oh I am also a dancer I've been dancing for most of my life I'm also an actress I'm a fucking model you know me on Instagram but still I'm a fucking model once again showing kind of like how much of an overall creator I was honestly before it became such um I guess popularized you can say and you know my Aquarius tendency is always gonna be like you know bitch, I kind of started at first but ain't nobody knew about it whatever but dead ass like I have been doing this shit and I do all of these things literally that's why in the very beginning I like included that TikTok of like I do a lot of things I am a lot of things I am not just one career path I am not just one type of worker person like I do a lot of things and I am very blessed that a lot of my passions have become careers and in some ways I'm you know I still enjoy them as hobbies as just simply passions and or I'm currently on the discovery of doing that but I will also super say because going back to the main point that I've had this idea for a minute and the opportunity to allow it to breathe that idea got to live that idea got to grow and I'm so very very proud because guess what? I continue to make more self-portrait dance films after that. But now I'm in a process where there is one that I want to make that is a continuation of one of them that I previously made. But the only reason why it's been hard for me to get started or to go into it mainly is because of the fact that it is dedicating time, especially because this particular one I am looking to choreograph it. Like, I actually want to set choreo to it. And I may or may not be considering, like, having, like, someone actually, like, operate the camera. Because there are some moving qualities or moving camera choreography that I would like to be included in it. And granted, I've been kind of sitting on this one for, like, a year. Here's the thing about this Knight of Swords reverse moment it's going to upright itself in a few seconds yes i've been sitting on this like idea for basically like 
a year. Everything's conceptualized, everything's together. Now, why has it taken so long? Well, some spaces I am planning on renting or some spaces I can't afford to rent. Sometimes it's also seeing like where in my fucking calendar can I give it the time and energy and day to do so. Now here is where it's gonna reverse uno itself into upright. I was looking at a booking for a dance space that I recently was like in a, a dance clinic at and I was just looking at it because like it was like oh crap they have bookings there that's really cool I was just looking I was just like you know going through their booking page and stuff and everything and then by chance and what I would say accidentally I had booked a slot for the space a couple of months from now literally next month and I was like oh shite that's not what I meant to do because, like, I would assume, like, you know, like, I'll have to pay or whatever, right? Now, here's where the blessing in disguise is. Now that I've done that, and the moment I realized I did that, I was like, you know what? Okay. Because now this is giving me the push and telling me to go ahead and go for it. You have time. You have this time in between to choreograph it. You have this time in between to you know whatever get financials things ready if you like you know need to like obviously pay for the space now that you booked a space now it is time for you to go ahead and get this project done so now you have planned for this shit for almost over a year and even if you accidentally booked a space that you were just barely looking at now baby girl how about instead of waiting or trying to cancel or reschedule, how about we actually go about let's plan around filming the other things we need to film because it is a three-part series like Lovely Lovely. Let us go ahead and get this series finished. Meaning, let's start this series and finish it. I'll say something like my father told me like back and middle school when like a girly was trying to quit orchestra because I mean hey the orchestra teacher wasn't fucking me either so like you know I was trying to quit orchestra mainly because like I was not interested in it I, I, I really just wasn't interested in it and also I was kind of following the crowd I was following a friend that I had at that time even though like I do appreciate like instruments and orchestrate music like I love me some classical music it was not gonna be worthy of me to continue to be in here at least at that time I knew no I did grow some interest in probably wanting to relearn how to play the violin when I got older but my violin ain't nowhere to be found in the house I'm pretty sure my mom's gives that away so with that being said but something my father told me was um, to always finish what you started. And literally, like, I actually put that on my graduation cap for my college graduation because, like, that's something that stuck with me for so long. It stuck with me in a way that was very, very inspiring, but kind of in a way that can be seen as very, very toxic. And I'll get into that in a second because we got to talk about the toxic qualities of the upright meaning of the knight of swords because just because you a fast thinker and then you just doing shit like you fucking indiana jones and fucking 
our homeboy from the fucking mummy and shit and everything don't really mean that being quick-witted is always the way to go because let's be honest here as much as we can try to push ourselves persist prevail all that in the sack of fruit snacks sometimes quitting sometimes letting go sometimes giving up something that just does not serve you has to be done especially in this day and age and within the panoramia the pandemic and whatnot like quiet quitting bitch i quite quitted so many times and that just means that hey there are certain things i should not cannot and will not put up with like yes we can always start the race and like finish it and stuff and everything you have to admit to yourself if this is too much mentally if this is taking a toll on me physically if this is not a comfortable push because i think when people talk about like oh this is the push i needed i feel like people like mean that like yes it was uncomfortable but then it became comforting you know what I mean? I think that's when it can be a positive. But when there are negative things within a situation, a place, people, whatever, what have you, if it's not worth completing the mission or the task or the course or whatever the fuck it is, like, it's, it's, it's not worth going through that and going through it to where the point that you're depleted and that you're burnt out and you can't get back up. That shit is hard to come back up from. Like I said, we can be fast and quick-witted and all the things. Indiana Jones, fucking Han Solo, every fucking role Harrison Ford probably played in his career. But no, I think once again that has to come with some like now nah, let me get myself grazed no nah, let me take a break no nah, let me breathe can i breathe can i can i breathe can i breathe can i take a minute can i have one goddamn minute to myself <laughs> especially in our day and age that is so content driven on to the next one and stuff it's hard i think that's why like sometimes like yes i plan these creative like projects and endeavors but the reason why it kind of takes a minute to start on them because it's like for me i wouldn't say because like oh like it's with a trend and the trend has dead and gone and passed or whatever no i think it just comes with like do i even have the concentration myself to you know allow myself to really focus on honing this one thing to where like yeah i can start it and get to a point of finishing it as a filmmaker and just like any other filmmakers who are watching this right now can agree with me that like it's hard to start a film and to finish it to where it gets premiered whether if you're doing festivals or premiering it online or you're trying to get it to the big screen the filmmaking process itself is a difficult one the same goes with like television shows and, and i see folks who are like creating web series and stuff and everything and that shit is hard to begin with that shit is hard because not yes the planning is important it's not to say that like you just go and dismiss all the planning like you know you're up right night right here no 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 we should not be dismissing planning 
okay? Now, yes, sometimes the best plans can come from being spontaneous, being improvised. We love improv, love improv, love improv as an actress, love improv as a dancer. But, however, sometimes going the spontaneous route can potentially do harm than good. However, planning, silver planning, or lack of planning, but not executing, can also be just as harmful. I will say for myself, and I guess I'll address this to my future self, that once you have completed this series, once you have completed making this work of art that is a continuation of something because the reason why it's a continuation in the first place is that because the message that the first series had resonated at the time that you created it. Granted, you created it, filmed it, edited it, executed it within like two months probably a month of anything. It is never too early, never too late to create. It is okay if you have to plan and take your time, but do not lose track and do not lose time before it's too late where you don't get to make it. Just like Nike, you're doing it. You, you're doing. Yes, you plan. It's okay to plan. It's okay to improv. Plans are not as effective if they're not done. Doesn't mean if they're not done properly, if they're done terribly. So long as a plan is done, a plan is completed, a plan is currently in the process of doing, so long as one is doing their plans, that creates a clear conscience. I, I believe, yes, sometimes it makes more sense to do things or act on things when they are thought through. Because this is a very, very fast thinking person, quick witted, if one will say, this person is already acting out on what they are thinking. Granted, having that vision come to life to be a real life visual or to be something that is now visceral in the real world, and something from the 5D coming into the 3D giving you a 4D experience, that is honestly the most present any one of us can be. Because it's already started in our minds. We just have to finish it externally, however which way we can. I hope that resonated with y'all regarding the Knight of Swords. Next, we're gonna get into it emotionally. We're gonna get into uh, this. Knight of Cups. Once again, if you are watching, here is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful description of the Knight of Cups. In the suit of cups, meaning you have your water signs, Scorpios, Pisces, Cancer, mm-hmm. And water signs, meaning emotions. So whereas we had this Knight of Swords talking about mental, so the mind. 
Knight of Cups are more emotional, thinking more heart space, like the heart chakra. Sitting on a trusty stage, trudging along, behind them is a beautiful river flowing, you know, with a mountain in the back. And this person is holding a cup. Now, I am looking closely into their armor. Their armor is especially decked with fish. If y'all can see that right there. Especially decked with red fish, okay? Which makes me want to look back at our Knight of Swords. Hmm. It's kind of hard to tell what he is particularly decked in. I'm not going to cap. If I wanted to say anything, I think it would be like winds. That's what I'm getting with the Knight of Swords. Because they all have something very, very, very decorative about their armor. I will say that to the very least. The Knight of Cups is about... Uh, a, a person who is very in touch with their emotions. They, they, they not only know how to act out on their emotions in a very, very proper way in this upright meeting, they just know how to be true to their heart. They're not afraid to speak what is true to their heart. And that's something very, very beautiful because, bitch, <laughs> I can say that for myself and everyone else and all of y'all motherfuckers, that is hard to do. It's hard to speak from the heart. It really is. In the world that we live in, do we really honor the things that come to our hearts anymore? I will say this. There is a song in Mulan 2 about listening to your heart. And honestly, a lot of my favorite songs, especially from films, has to do with like listening to one's heart. There's True to Your Heart from Mulan. There's Listen to Your Heart from like, what is it? Karate Kid Part 2. I think it's part three. They just happen to slap because not only they're hitting the heart, they're hitting the soul. I don't believe a lot of us have been doing that. Like, I can say that for myself. Like, I'm not afraid to speak on what's on my mind these days, but speak from my heart, that is like something like I have to be taken aback. I'm like, oh crap, like, dang, y'all really had me like closing my heart and guarding that shit because y'all are just terrible. Or there's just terrible things out there. Now, with its reversed meaning, literally, you are closed off, you're guarded, you're, you, you don't even really be aware that you have a heart. You're not even paying attention to your heart. The heart wants what it wants, but you're not giving the heart what it wants. Let's talk about how sometimes listening to your heart can be impactful. I think that's why I mentioned the films that I did because of the fact that their soundtracks had like songs about in messages regarding like listen to your heart and I take that as a reminder because it's just kind of like crap like the past few years I had so much healing within my heart space my heart chakra not only have I closed off my heart to others I closed off my heart from myself that's where it's just like oh my god like I I can't live like this I can't live like a heartless being because that's just not who I am that's just not true to who I'm becoming and what I'm ascending to or you know 
trying to ascend to when when we close off our hearts or when we deny what our heart really wants that leads to heartbreak i i almost want to say it's like neglecting a child because our heart is so pure it says pure is our soul right like our minds can be constructed and construed and confined and all the things and whatnot but like our hearts are like right next to our soul they're literally right above our souls but we're gonna get to soul when we get to the Knight of wands denying ourselves of our deepest desires and i'm gonna say deepest desires like as in healthy desires not obsessions but denying ourselves that permission to love permission to want permission to give permission to receive love and all that it has to offer we're denying ourselves of any type of love we're denying love that we want to receive and i understand like you know like sometimes it's not meant to be but we're denying ourselves the truth something is not what the heart wants but it's the truth for what the heart needs then why would we deny ourselves something like that why would we deny ourselves to be true to our hearts and be true to ourselves operating in the world and society heartless like a cold heart a snake look into his eyes oh 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 he's in telling lies like you in my own opinion that is just not a way to live i am fully aware that people live like that i must say some jesus y'all i pray for y'all I, I i i i pray for y'all i pray that y'all find wellness and health in yourself and feel worthy of love whether you feel worthy to give love but also feel worthy to receive love i'm gonna tell you we we all are we all deserve to be loved to have love everyone deserves love not everyone because i know that you're like what the fuck and i was like girl i know there's some i know there's some terrible people out there who lacked so much love in their life that they did all these terrible things they their karma is on their way trust okay if not it's been served okay but let's also talk about what can be the opposite you know yes we talk about basically overthinking and how that can stop one from really planning or executing and really going through something with a clear mind um with our knight of swords right now let's talk about what does it mean to be <laughs> over emotional or lack of emotion and what that spectrum means right so if we want to talk about the reverse of the knight of cups right we want to talk about how like this person is not emotionally available this person is not emotionally available not emotionally present right now i know i mentioned overly emotion and stuff and everything which could mean for the uh, it's upright meaning but probably depending on what other cards are surrounding it in a spread however i will also say going through shit with no emotion 
who has time for that but here's also another thing going through shit purely reacting on emotion who else has the fucking time for that if it's one thing me being aquarius that is not a water sign i'm a fucking air sign okay it's that like if somebody is overly emotional i'm just like baby you gotta back the fuck up you gotta take that keep that shit away from me bitch bitch why 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 are you crying <laughs> why why are you crying why 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 what is the reason for the tears like there needs to be a reason and sometimes it's okay to cry okay sometimes it's okay if you are not emotionally available if you lack emotion then you are gonna attract people who are overly emotional or emotionally present to where babes when they decide to not fuck with you you're gonna be like damn did i catch feelings well you probably fucking did acting out preying on emotion is a toxic trait not that i have it but i know some folks that do and i've heard many many times of many people that did and it's not a fun thing to do what is so great about being heartless and emotionally unavailable but what is also beneficial about being overly emotion to the point where you're just acting purely on emotions you're not even processing them and that's where the problem is i believe that the mind the mental and the emotions our feelings are married somehow they're in some way married to each other if anything besties there needs to be a balance between what the mind is thinking and what the heart is feeling there needs to be a balance on okay what am i processing mentally what am i feeling emotionally there needs to be a balance of the mind and the heart because once again if i'm acting purely on my thoughts that can be really toxic because crap i'm not really emotionally processing things and i'm doing something that is involving other people i may not be processing how they be feeling emotionally same thing vice versa if i'm acting purely on emotions it's because i am not thinking about the consequences or anything or actions that may come up from it i am just purely acting out on heightened rage heightened whatever and that shit right there is just not it, in my opinion. But some of y'all may agree with me because it may resonate. There needs to be a balance or a union between the two. It, it, it's what drives us, right? These are literally the driving seats. And either one can be the driver or the fucking passenger. Because you can't have one without the other. But do you get what I'm saying though? With my journey with my my heart chakra, I had to like remember and realize that like, you know, you know, I can't be closed off. Just because I'm telling myself I can't be closed off doesn't mean I'm gonna open myself up to everyone else. Doesn't mean I need to open up the wounds that have been healed in my heart to fucking reveal and process to everyone else. Nah, that's not what it's for. That's not what I'm trying to do. I would say that it's only been recently if not this past year, probably within the, the last five months that I realized I need to allow my mental and my emotional to be 
like Pinky Promise, Together Forever, all that, and a sack of fruit snacks. Y'all are, y'all are just about the same and two sides of the same coin. I can't just fully operate on my mind because then like, bitch, I will overthink myself to death. But I can't just fully act on my emotion because I will literally fucking over emote to death. There needs to be some type of balance. If one or the other is tipping the scale, then baby, like the whole thing is bound to tip over. Allow yourselves to think logically, positively, abundantly, but allow yourselves to feel the same way. Now, don't deny yourself to feel what you need to feel, but baby, allow yourself to process. That's the thing. Y'all be over here overreacting and not processing. Y'all be here reacting and not processing. Now, once again, it's just me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the type of person that likes to process how she's feeling first before acting out on them. Just like how, oh, I like to make sure that mentally I understand what I am thinking before I go out and do something. Now, regardless in the act of doing or reacting or acting out on, there needs to be some type of internal dialogue and conversation of like, okay, how do we feel about this? What do we think of this? Somebody is gonna say I'm intellectualizing that and yeah. <laughs> and what about it? I think it's okay to understand it to recognize it but i think if it becomes a pattern of like unprocessed emotion to me that's where a problem begins we have to sit with our hearts just like how we sit with our minds we have to understand them and yeah we have to listen to them listen to your heart listen to your mind take time to sit with the two individually and together like it's fucking marriage counseling and tell me what you think on the comments down below like i said swords mind mental cups emotional feelings heart now with this knight of wands right here this is about passion as i mentioned before this is kind of the soul soul that is yearning the soul that is hungry the soul that wants more it's about passion so as i mentioned each of the knight's armor is something very very specially decorative this particular knight is decked out with a green cloth of armor looks like a shrug of a sorts or a poncho if i if i'm not mistaken there is probably a name for it that i don't really know but this knight's clothing is full of prints of what looks like lizards to me. Mm hmm Lizards or maybe tiny dragons. <laughs> Still riding on a trusty seed, this knight is holding what may appear as a stick, but it is a wand nonetheless. And they are basically riding what looks like through the desert because we have the pyramids and the backgrounds. Now, it's upright meaning means somebody that is full of passion. The word is ambitious this person has a drive and the drive is passion on the passenger side okay reverse meaning unmotivated 
dispassion, unpassionate, somebody that is just kind of like dwindling through life. I want to say something real quick. I had this conversation before with quite a few people about existing. When we choose to just exist, we're already existing. If you're living, if you lived, if you breathed, you're existing. You've existed. Once again, going back to the whole Galen Hooks Method Intensive, if we are just trying to go through life in autopilot, disassociated, not really fully be present, not even really allowing our soul to really thrive, to really do anything to feed it, then that is such a disservice to ourselves. If we're not doing what is our alignment for our soul, if we're not doing something that is fulfilling our soul, our soul's purpose, our life's purpose, are we really prevailing in life? Are we really appreciating life? Are we really living the life we're led to lead? That our soul is meant to lead, right? Now, yes, with that being said, keyword being soul, we're gonna talk about the Disney Pixar soul, bitch, because that movie made me sob, girl. And, because here's the thing, what is his name, Joe? In the fucking film? I did not expect to watch that film and cry on Christmas Day the way I did, but it really, really hit the soul. And I say that with all the puns in the fucking world. There is something that our soul wants. There is such an astral plane that exists that our soul gets to when we are doing the very, very thing that elevates it that enlightens it, that brings it to life, that literally sparks it, I believe as the movie puts it. It is, a, it is, it's not even a shame, it's just, it is a bit sad that not many people get there in their lives. What I really, really love about that film was that it, it is, it is something that is so indescribable that if you want to put soul and inside out together, you have to kind of like understand like, once again, they are very, very similar ideas, but they're talking about two different things. Inside out is about emotions specifically, but souls is about a specific feeling, a specific like entity that is not necessarily explainable. Now, scientists or whatever, if you want to draw some shit down below, go ahead and educate us, please. The soul is something so internally that it sits within our gut. It sits within our stomach. It sits within, within our solar pelix chakra. Even our sacral chakra. If you feel something down there, if, if you feel like your gut, your stomach is telling you, you know what, I have a bad feeling about this. You better listen to that because that is your intuition. That is literally your soul talking to you. That is your soul being like, hey, this is not aligning. This ain't it. Bitch, you gonna scorn yourself if you do this shit. This is not lighting me on fire in a good way. This is gonna start some fucking wildfire if you keep yourself through that shit, right? Now, I did forget to mention wands. Wands are 
your fire signs, your Leos, your Sagittariuses, your Aries. And when it comes to being a Knight of Wands and being a very, very passionate person, somebody that is lit up, that is ignited, that has a spark to them, that is not afraid to lit an idea on fire, to put their actions into words. It's giving literally the poster of fucking Back to the Future where it's literally like the streaks of fire after the car literally just went back through time or forward through time, whatever the case may be. It's that. It's leaving a trail. It's being a trailblazer. You see what I did here? Yes. Now, <laughs> it's funny because I'm thinking of a Debbie Ryan like meme, like I'm gonna make history. Now, it's not to say that Miss Debbie Ryan didn't make history, okay? She did her thing. She did her thing. She did what she needed to do and when I, and she went down a very, very, very good route. Can you say it was impactful as the ones before her and some after her? Leave it on the comment down below. I am not going to get sued. It's knowing that there is a desire, a burning desire, which is a very, very nice song from the Karate Kid soundtrack. I recommend y'all listen to it. I, I, <laughs> I want to leave a path. I want to leave a trail. I want to leave the I want to leave some ashes behind so people know like damn who burned this who burned this shit like who set a trail who set something ablaze bitch for real for real not only can set off so much more within the path that can create paths for so many other people if I want to mention a trailblazer Michael Jackson literally the trailblazer of pop music and i don't feel like i need to say anything more about that right so i mean he's a virgo but still yeah listen to your heart listen to your mind listen to your soul if you listen to all of them mind heart and soul following them cannot steer you wrong now following them can steer you in directions that can be seen as blessing in disguises very very tough lessons to learn things that may hurt when it feels like they've burned you and you feel scorned or you feel like you drowned or you you feel like it's a lot to process but the mind heart and soul are literally one of the key entities to help you to be very very successful for yourself for your soul and for your purpose your life your soul and your purpose it's giving the alchemist <laughs> we are now on our final final knight's card and it is nothing other than the knight of pentacles yes it is uh-huh knight of pentacles meaning for our earth signs so we have our virgos we have our cap daddy capricorns and we also 
have our Tauruses. Mm -hmm. We have the knight sitting on a trusty steed. Now, this knight particularly, um, his armor is has a red poncho over it, right? I see. He is holding a pentacle up on his hand. A pentacle that looks like a coin with a star in the middle, for those who don't know. And then he literally just has lands, rows of lands right behind them. Mm -hmm. And the Knight of Pentacles is somebody that it's giving stable. No pun intended. It is giving stable. It's giving someone level-headed. It's giving someone that's like also very, very present. And very, very present and probably financially abundant. Financially well-off. Financially secured, okay? Now, if it in reverse, none of those things. Unstable. Unreliable financially deficit just not here not present it's 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 giving rocky not rocky blue it's giving just it's giving like you 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 are a walking earthquake and why are you trying to shake up the joints type shit now i know that i talked about are all the other knights represent something kind of like internally within the body right we have the mental for our knight of swords we have the emotional for our knight of cups and then we have the soul for our knight of wands i can say with the knight of pentacles it's more external, I'm not going to cap. It's more of an external energy, but it kind of also talks about the energy overall, right? Because let's talk about it. When we are grounded, where do we feel grounded for? We feel grounded within our root chakra, right? So yes, somewhat internally, you know, like do we feel that we are steady on our feet do we feel that we can walk this plane not tripping over anything not tripping over ourselves not tripping over shit not tripping over none of it. it has to do with external factors that could mean financial situations but it also could mean it's like do we feel the ground that our feet are on do we feel that we are present and all the things that were stable, that were secured. That comes with just knowing like, am I mentally secured? Am I emotionally secured? Does my soul feel secure? Like, I would say Pentacles is more energetical than anything. It's about the energy around you, but it's also about the energy that one exudes. Energies don't lie. You have to be true to your mind, have to be true to your heart, you have to be true to your soul, but you also have to be true with the energies around you because energies do not lie. In other words, vibes don't lie. I'm gonna be honest, how do people operate on some chaotic energy? Let's talk about it. It's an energy. Peace itself is an energy. These pinnacles, yes, can mean financial, but also mean something very energetical, right? Because the earth signs are very, very much about the energy around you, the earth around you. If the earth is in shambles underneath and then that shit comes to the surface, 
So if you were in shambles underneath with everything and everything that you were feeling, that you were thinking, that you are like soulfully wanting is trying to come to the surface, but it's not processed in any way it's not in a way that it can be peacefully done or peacefully executed then baby well, what are we here for energies and vibes don't lie is something is just not aligning in those aspects or feels right in that aspect Are you going to listen to it? Are you going to pay attention? Or are you going to react? Yes, even though night cards are particularly about actions themselves, like literally all of these nights, all of them are literally just riding, riding dirty, riding into the sunset, riding into whatever. If all of these nights literally the nights are all about action they're all about doing but with that there has to come with some type of processing of mentally emotionally soulfully energetically there has to be some type of process within all of those things to know do i should i must i act out on this must i charge must i charge forward must i trudge forward must i move towards this do i move forward yes or no i feel like most times that when someone gets a nice cards the answer most of the time is always going to be yes if you are wanting an answer on like how to act out on something or what should be the thing to move forward if you get a nine card you're probably nine times out of ten probably being persuaded to do it if it's in its upright meaning can't say if so if it's in its reverse meaning sometimes in this reverse meaning for all the nights sometimes you have to let it pass you by because sometimes you have to realize you know what this is not meant for me this is not meant for me right now. That is okay. It's okay to do, and it's okay not do. What is that Yoda? What is what is the quote that Yoda says? It's like don't do. Try something like that, and I think that like with that being said, it's just like with these nights. Sometimes you have to understand that you can't always do something or not do something but it is always going to be okay to try no harm no foul in trying try and try again and sometimes you just have to try to just let it be let it be let it do its thing and let it come back to you when it's time remember that not everything needs to have a reaction but it's okay to try to process on how to react amongst things within everything internally and externally. And even so, let the things process themselves out. Because remember, things can figure themselves out and things can work themselves out. It's not to say you didn't try.
But it's less to say that, hey, they tried themselves out. I was, was going to try to give it a chance. And trying to give something a chance is enough. But try to remember to process the mind, mentally, the heart, emotionally, the soul, soulfully and energetically. That does this align with me? Must I act out on this? Do I go for it? Do I do it? Do I plan for it? Or do I let divine timing help me? And you'll know when it's divine timing. You'll know when it's divine intervention. With that being said, I am glad to be back. Thank you all for watching. If you watch this on YouTube, thank you all for listening. If you're listening to this on Spotify. And please do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe down below. Follow me on my socials. And follow me on my podcast on Tira Tide with Tisha May. Leave us a review and five stars. And I shall see you next time on Dragon Ball Spirituality. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Bye.